Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 170 of Game Time with Manny. As always, I am here with Matt. Yes, hello. Uh, and it has been several weeks since we did a regular podcast because Game of the Year stuff happened. That is all there now if you want to listen to the hottest uh, mm-hmm. the stuff of 2021. But that's over now, and it's 2022, and I'm free from all previous engagements. Yeah, you, all those games that you bought, you don't have to play any of them. Exactly. No longer. So I never have to think about them again at this point. So, you know, I was thinking about this because, like, I'm always like just checking sales and stuff and just buying Mm -hmm. games used and stuff. I think I could go this entire year and not buying another game and just just with Game Pass and just like the games I've bought, I could just I could go the entire year just on that alone. Yeah. Uh, And as I was thinking about that, I bought four more games this week. (laughs) Well, in my defense, it was a collection of like four from the same franchise. Mm. And it was an insanely good deal. It was a trine. Oh, yeah. Uh, In the collection, it was $10 for all four. And I was like, well... I would spend $10 on just the first one to try, so I might as well just buy this collection and get them all, right? I have only ever played Trine and Trine 2, mm-hmm. and I, they're both fun. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. By all accounts, the, the first one, it seems like it's the best. The second one is a little worse. Third one is not great, but then the fourth one's more, you know, back on track with, like, at least the second one from what it's Interesting. So. Hmm. But I figured, you know, I like 2D platformers. I like, uh, you know, puzzle games. They're like, you know, 2D puzzle games. So I was like, I'll give this a try. Uh, so but now I'm done and I won't buy any more video games for the rest of the year. Many, so. Oh, yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. That's that's definitely happening. Yes. I was okay. going through not to keep going on this, but like, yeah, yeah, I was going through my purchase history uh, just on Microsoft because like I bought a game and I was like, I remember buying this a couple years ago and it was a couple years ago and I still haven't played it. But there were games that I just saw that I bought like six months ago. And I was like, why did I buy this? (laughs) Why did I buy Far Cry 2? (laughs) Oh, dude, because you get malaria. Yeah. I mean, it was I got it on sale for like five dollars. But like still, like I do not think I'm going to like that. But I'm going to have to play that at some point. I mean, yeah. See, I thought I just got that with like gold or something. I didn't know I actually bought it, but apparently I bought it like six months ago. Excellent. Yes. That is excellent. So just keep keep an eye on that. I'm going to be playing Far Cry 2 apparently at some point this year. No, I'm waiting with bated breath. Yes. Very excited. Uh, so with that, I guess we can get into the news of mm-hmm. which not really a lot still. No. Uh, I guess the one I'll lead with is every company is going to make NFTs now. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that Konami is celebrating Castlevania's 30th anniversary by releasing hot NFTs. I don't know if you saw this, but GameStop is getting into NFTs. As they well. are. Their stock price rose by 16%. Mm-hmm. Um, and also Sega said they were going to get into NFTs and, uh, they, uh, put out a statement today saying maybe we won't because people were very negative to us. Uh, and guess Square Enix, I thought was really funny because they basically started their pitch for the NFTs by saying like, we know people who play games to have fun don't like them. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I was like, well, what's what's the other type? Apparently there is a, a play to contribute crowd out there, whatever the fuck that means. And they would love NFTs. I guess. See, this is what I'm wondering. Is it like this like very loud minority that's like very anti uh, NFTs? And there's just like there, there is going to be a profit margin for this stuff like the reality is we're just gonna have to let this play out and just kind of see i won't be buying any any nfts but i'm also not like offended by them like oh you should you should be it is like it is the largest scam ever like the you don't like the whole purpose of it is to own the thing, right? Because in theory, the data would be imparted on the blockchain, which would lead you to believe that the ones and zeros that the image or the thing you are buying are on the blockchain. That is not the case. You are paying for what is essentially a text document Mm -hmm. that is on the blockchain. And then the thing itself is still hosted on a server somewhere. So like, for example, like a lot of people are buying those like ape pictures, right? If that website goes down, those are gone Mm. forever. So like that defeats the entire purpose of something being on the blockchain. No, I I understand all that. I'm just saying like, I just don't care because I won't be buying one. Oh, that is true. But like, it also is just one of those things where companies should not focus their resources on something that they can use for a very small minority of people to pay a ridiculous sum of money for when they could just like make the things that people already pay them a fuck ton of money for. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's just one of those things where it's just like companies are like, oh man, NFTs seem to be making people some money out there. And it's like, yeah, but like you don't have to get into every fucking thing. My guess is by like 2024, 2025, we're going to be saying, remember NFTs, how stupid that was? That's- well, yeah, but I mean, I would have thought we would be saying that about cryptocurrency, but that is never going to go away now. So, well, eventually it has to, right? Uh, I mean, technically, but they will always new cryptocurrencies will always be made. Well, I'm just wondering, because like the whole thing is it's like solving complex puzzles or something yeah like there is a limited amount of bitcoin and stuff like that but people can always make a new cryptocurrency okay okay i so i i don't fully understand it all but i just understand enough to know that like there's a reason why they call it mining and it's you know like there is a it's not like an infinite resource type of thing no yeah for those there is not but it just it's it's all a weird thing but everybody's all the companies are like have you guys do you want nfts like no thank you though i'm not gonna buy it but i mean if someone's dumb enough to do it i guess you know you spend your money there like it's really funny because these are the people also who would like make fun of you for paying money to get things in a gotcha game right except that the only difference in this case is instead of me paying like 20 bucks to get something cool that I'll get hours and hours and hours of gameplay out of, they are paying like hundreds of thousands of dollars to look at a JPEG. Mm-hmm. Hey, I spent so, like $2 on my PlayStation uh, profile pictures. So. That's excellent. I mm-hmm. technically spent 15 on mine because it came with Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition Okay, in a bundle. See, I was like, I like Sully from uh, Uncharted, so I'm going to yeah. buy this. So Yeah. And I've I have uh, mine is Cody from Street Fighter, but uh, in the Mega Man art style. Yeah, like the, the, the Nintendo games. Yeah. The like 8 or 16 bit like Cody. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and you've had that for a long time. I have, yeah. And it's really annoying because I accidentally removed it once and then had to go back to my PS3 to put it back on. <laughs> so. so what you're saying is you can never remove it. Yeah, I think they fixed that on PS4. I haven't ever looked at that menu on a PS5, mm-hmm. so I, who knows if it even exists. But I, I, all that stuff did show up on my PS4 at one point, so it was like marginally less upsetting that time. But did they add new ones for the PS5? I wonder. Uh, yeah, I wonder. I'd have to look. But I don't know. I don't even know if like I would notice. Like, oh, this is no, different yeah. from, from before. Cause... Nintendo adds new ones to the Switch every couple months. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I wonder if Sony does the same thing. Um. Yeah. So I guess that that was my early news thing. Mm. NFTs are everywhere because that that has been being a thing. Um. My my news that I put. I just and it's more just a warning. It's not even news. It's just like hey. There's going to be a lot of game delays getting announced in the next couple of weeks. Uh, that just happens at the start of every year. Yeah. Oh, I re- okay. There, I was trying to think of a news story that was from a couple of weeks ago, and I remembered mm-hmm. it. Okay. Uh, the lead of Final Fantasy 16 put out a statement saying, "Like, hey, I know people have really been wanting this, uh, and we didn't end up getting any news out this year, but." we will have news, major news about the game in the spring of 2022. And it seems like uh, they were set back at least six months by COVID. Mm. So they just haven't really been out there advertising it or anything. And they're not as far along as they were supposed to have been. So uh, spring, they will have more news, whether or not that means like the game is still going to come out this year or whenever it was originally supposed to be slated or whatever, but um, real news about Final Fantasy 16 will actually come out within the next uh, few months, so like April or May, probably. Um, so I think that is actually cool because it was just weird where like month after month they just never said anything about that game anymore after announcing it for the first time. It was really strange, but... Um, I hopefully Square just wants to get that right. Um, well, I mean, like that's one of those cases where it's like it's kind of weird, but like it's gonna come out. Like there's gonna be a Final Fantasy 16, so like when there's well, news to announce, they'll announce it. Type of thing. I don't that's know after after how fucked up 13 and 15 got. I don't take that as true anymore. I don't know that 16 was ever gonna truly come out because like 13 almost didn't, and then got split into three games, and then. Final Fantasy 15 was supposed to be part of 13. Like it just, they fucked themselves into a corner on all those things. So I just, you know, Uh, yeah, I guess I have little faith in Square Enix other than with Final Fantasy 14, I guess. Uh, No, I get that. I just, uh, after seven, like there's going to be another. Yeah. Where's that? uh, (laughs) Everyone's been saying, I mean, they'll finish, you know, seven, after like you know 10 years it'll probably take them a long time oh i 100 percent. i just think it's really funny because they haven't even like said anything (laughs) i guess they did put out the dlc though so it's like it's not like it hasn't existed like that was last year that that came out so and it just came out on pc so you know never on xbox which is weird uh yeah i don't know about that I wonder if they signed like another exclusive deal with Epic for this. I mean, they had to have because it's not on Steam, but. Well, yeah, but that wouldn't stop Xbox. I mean, if they that was in the contract, it would. 
You think they Epic? I don't know if Epic has really ever done where it's like it can't be on Xbox. No, I, I don't either. But I maybe Square was trying to get as much money as they could out of a situation or something, because I think it's one of those things where like outside of Final Fantasy 14, I don't think Square has had anything that really did super well for them within the past few years. Oh, you mean on Xbox or just in no, general? just in, in general. So I think they're trying to milk every like deal for as much as they can. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if people thought that that deal with PlayStation was just a year, but maybe it was like only a year for PC and then it was even longer to come out on other consoles or something. Or maybe not at all. Maybe not at all. Yeah. So who knows? Because it seems like, yeah, they, they want to get as much money as they can because I don't, you know. I think a lot of their bets have not really paid off that they put a lot of money into. Yeah, I, I don't think uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider being uh, an exclusive on Xbox worked out for them. Uh, no, I don't. But I I was more meaning like... Uh, well, Marvel. Like Aven- Avengers, yeah. Yes, like that was... T- tanking for them and then like, you know, all their other hits like Battle and Wonder World and... Uh, the quiet man were um, they part of uh guardians of the galaxy uh yes that was square enix montreal i think i don't and, know how well that sold but i know uh, very badly is the answer it had sold like I, I can't even remember i was either around a million or under a million before black friday i'm sure that's way higher now because the game was basically like half off at least everywhere and but, it, um, like it, it's been on a lot of like you know game of the year lists so. yeah and it was like it was critically acclaimed but it definitely sold poorly and like uh the world ends with you bombed in spectacular fashion for well sale. that was because they didn't market it oh yeah i i'm not saying it's because it was bad i'm just but like in general like all, all the games that i remember them putting out last year bombed basically in terms of what they would have needed for sales numbers so right outside of like final fantasy 14 popping off so hard they had to stop selling it Which that you still cannot buy it, uh, the original. Right, right. So if you did not have it previously, you cannot play. Uh, and yeah, so then the next news story is really fun. Uh, Bloomberg reports that Ken Levine's new game is in development hell, and it was mm-hmm. supposed to come out in 2017. Yeah. Uh, and for for people who don't know Kevin Levine or Ken Ken Levine, not Kevin Levine, yeah, uh, probably best known for Bioshock One and Bioshock. Well, he also did like System Shock, I believe, but he he was part yeah. of Bioshock One and Bioshock Infinite. Infinite so yeah. Um, and also, this article had a lot of, a lot of fun stuff about how he's like a shitty human and a, you know doesn't treat his staff very great. And I think that was already like talked about before it is but it was in this too Mm -hmm. and uh i just think it's funny because like he can't complete games and usually someone else has to come in and finish his games uh so like maybe not the best bet for a hot new project but this is also he'd like split off to like make a smaller team to focus on like a really like weird smaller but grandiose idea or something but like i i was like when was the last what was the last game he released and it was bioshock infinite and that was you know eight years ago now oh yeah yeah and that like didn't even come out in the state that like it was 
supposed to like mm-hmm. i i still think about that e3 demo of that game and it's like fucking crazy and is so much different and cooler than what that game ended up being but it was one of those things where like that game was in development hell of a special kind mm-hmm. and they had to cut like most of the ideas they had and stuff like that because it just wasn't feasible well that was also the year where new consoles were out so like a lot of the games that came out that year were just kind of like fucked up and bad anyway mm-hmm. um, but yeah i mean that game came out like i th- i think infinite is fine a right, lot of right. people in retrospect kind of don't like it very much but it just yeah it was so much different than what they had like shown in that demo and what they had pitched and like it was like I don't know, like it was gameplay, so it must have been being held together by like a fucking miracle or something. Hmm. So, yeah, very weird. Uh, uh, yeah. Also, this was just very confusing. Um, I, I'll explain why it was confusing. Ubisoft Plus is going to be coming to Xbox. They'll announce more later. And that is not going to be part of the Game Pass Ultimate. Mm-hmm. I, did you see the Twitter responses to this? No, but I thought that Ubisoft Plus wasn't that like not on Xbox for some reason. No, that it's coming to Xbox. Yeah, no, no, I know, That's but like this, answer. it's it's only on PC, right? It's only on PC right now. Yes. So okay, it's from, so it's it's only going to come to Xbox, not yes, yes. PlayStation. I see, I see. Uh, but like, it was just like everyone was just like shitting on them for not going on for not being part of Game Pass Ultimate. Oh. It's like it's like, well, guys, you know, like. Ubisoft is a business that needs to make money. It really wouldn't make feasible sense for them to just be like, here's like all our games with all the DLC. And we're just going to like, you know, pack it on to game pass ultimate that you're, it it was just like very odd where like, I feel like some people forget that like, Video games are a business first and foremost. I mean, oh, I don't think some people forget that. I think everyone forgets that. Oh, and sure. like that that is why I always find it really hard to have a constructive conversation with people online about right. like a game like it's one of those like people get really upset about the argument like should games cost $70 and like it's like yes and no. But the reasons for no people just like can't grasp. And that's one of those things where like, I don't get it. Like the cost of games has been ballooning in like wild proportions over the past few years. So Mm -hmm. it makes sense that they would end up going up in price, but it just, it's one of those weird things where yeah, people, people forget that. And I, NFTs is another thing about that, but that also is like for a separate reason where people right, right. would just rather have them spend their money to make the same things they were already making, um, which I, I I do get that one. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's because like the same thing happens to Nintendo all the time. Right. Where they'll like, oh, hey, we're making this game and people be like, fuck you. That's not Zelda. And it's like, bro, <laughs> they have to have more than one fucking game to like support their entire company okay like you can't just not everything can be metroid and zelda like there can be other types of video games you have to try to appeal to a wide audience so that Mm -hmm. you can make the most money possible same like same thing with people sony fanboys getting really mad that sony games are coming out on pc like oh no the game i like is gonna get more popular and we'll have a higher budget in the future fuck i hate that like uh Makes me so fucking angry. Uh, yeah, which this is a case of like Ubisoft Plus is like it's too much money. 
Oh yeah, for what but, it but, is, but like it, it's fifteen dollars a month. Yeah, but like think about the 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 argument that it's not coming to Game Pass is the dumbest yes. thing ever because yes, like yes. fifteen dollars for Game Pass Ultimate, right? You're already getting EA. Uh, mm-hmm whatever the fuck it's called EA EA access. access how much does ea get out of them for that how much do the developers get out of them for that like at, at the end of the day like somebody is making not a lot of money like would it be microsoft would it be ubisoft would it be ea like how mm-hmm. do you split that how do you split it just it seems insane to be like oh here's another like couple dozen huge open world games for the same price you're already paying well, that not just that, but like EA Access is not the same thing. It, the games are not released day one. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the Mass Effect uh, Legendary Edition. Does that come out today? Yesterday. On this Game Pass? Is. Yesterday. Okay. Uh, but like, yeah, that had, I've obviously I've had that physical disc for months and months. Yes, yes. Uh, so they don't put it out day one. It's like when the sales have started to slow that they... Yes, and, and, and EA also, they specialize in microtransactions, so their hope is like people download this and then buy some microtransactions type of Hell yeah, baby. Uh, which, I mean, Ubisoft definitely does that as well, but like Ubisoft also produces a lot more games than EA as well. They do, and they're a lot larger. Yes. Usually, in scope. And, and also, and like the games the EA does make, it's just like the yearly sports franchise that is the same thing every single time where like yes a lot of people can say like a lot of ubisoft games are the same but like there is at least enough variety there where they are different enough that they can't just control c control v and basically call it a day so Mm. i don't know like and this is not me defending ubisoft like i will not be giving them 15 dollars a month for this uh they would have to change it to like seven or eight dollars a month but like they also have include all the dlc as well uh so i can i can kind of see like you know i can kind of see it both ways but at the same time like i can't afford to spend 30 dollars a month on video game uh you know subscriptions it because then i could give you know sony ten dollars a month and just you know basically make it forty dollars and then there's the the nintendo stuff so why not just make it fifty dollars a month you know many uh, well, because the Nintendo stuff sucks ass, but sure. um, I, I don't know. Like, I can see an argument for like a regular human to get Ubisoft Plus, right? Like, yes. if you really like Ubisoft games, which is me, th- that is you. But like, they mm-hmm. have a trillion hours of content, right? Yes. Like, think about how much time you spent in Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and then if it also has all the DLC, like, if you're the kind of person who's not like us, who is bouncing from game to game a lot and just moving on to the next thing, and you want to keep like keep playing that you want to keep playing uh ghost recon while there's like seasonal events and all this stuff like that's a pretty good deal for like 15 dollars to just experience all of that stuff well especially since they're going to more of a subscription model anyways yeah like i I mean it's one of those things where like they're gonna put out a game a year but it's Mm -hmm. gonna have a fuckload of content forever yes so like if you're the only games you were going to buy anyways were like three Ubisoft products that, that is worth it to you. But yeah, it's just, it all depends on how you play games and what you're looking for, I guess. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, which for me, as I said, like I'm good with game pass and then the, the handful of Ubisoft games I actually care about, I'll just kind of like buy them. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they also are not one of the companies that have moved up to the $70 price tag yet either. So, yeah. So we'll see. They'll get there. They will. Yeah. 
the next one you put on here and you did not care at all because you no. wrote PSVR 2 is a thing, except mm-hmm. that I care because it fucking rules. I actually will probably buy this. Okay. Uh, because the upgrade from the PSVR to the PSVR 2 is fucking nutso. And the reason we got all this information is because uh, CES is happening. The computer entertainment show or whatever the, the fuck consumer 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 electronic show. Yes. Woof. OK. Computer um, entertainment. Listen, man, I don't know, dog. Uh-huh. Uh, everybody loves refrigerators. That's all I know about CES. Um, but anyways, it is basically PSVR. But if they gave it a lot of steroids. Um, it has 120 hertz refresh rate on the screen, which is over twice what it is on the original, which is fucking tight. 110 degree FOV, which rules because the FOV on the original is so tiny. It's ridiculous. It's like smaller than your way smaller than your actual field of vision. Um, the fact that it will have a 4k HDR OLED screen in there is kind of crazy because I don't think any of the other ones have HDR in them. The fact that it's OLED also will make the refresh rate matter a lot and it will look very clear. So you will probably get way less of the screen door effect that you get in a lot of VR headsets. Um, the next couple are less of a big deal, uh, for other things because like I have the quest and so like it doesn't have any cables or anything, but the, the PSVR in particular sucks with this stuff. Like it has so many cables. It's such a pain in the ass to hook up. They said it will have one cable. So you'll be way less likely to trip over yourself. It depends how long that cable is. I didn't look into that, Um, but you could feasibly do okay with it. Um, I guess it depends where it comes off of the headset. Uh, and then it will have way better tracking. So it is like the quest where it has inside out tracking. So it basically means there are four cameras on the outside of the headset that are meant to track your hands. So that, uh, is how it determines most all movement. The quest does that. And that is, it works very well. Um, and they, the, uh, what am I thinking of? Blueprints, patent, trademark stuff leaked uh, for their controllers, the Sense controllers a while back. And so like when you see them, it's kind of like a weird like circular thing that encircles your hands. That is like the Quest controllers where you can't see it, but they have a ton of infrared lights on there that are blinking at all times. So that is how it's able to track the movement fidelity very well. Um, so they'll probably act, those will probably actually have to be recharged quite frequently um, unless Sony puts in really good rechargeable batteries, which they're, they've been fine recently. But uh, they also the controllers have the haptic feedback and adaptive triggers like the DualSense. Uh, and because you use two hands on the regular controller, they call it the, the DualSense. These are just called the Sense. Mm. It's only one hand. Sure, sure. Uh, so I think that's stupid, but they're basically just like uh, the dual sense split in half. So you have one in each hand, um, but they have the same adaptive triggers and haptic feedback, which makes me like kind of worry for the battery life. Although I guess you shouldn't really be playing VR for too long anyways, but um, especially the updates to the screen and stuff that would make it a lot easier to play for longer periods of time because your eyes will get less tired and things like that. Um, and also, uh, the other thing that it is adding inside the headset is eye tracking. So it will also use that to, um, make the 
movement and fidelity of your hands and stuff slightly better. So it, it can use the inside out tracking and the eye tracking to make things feel smoother and work better inside the headset for you, which I think is really neat. And then the final thing that they announced was uh, Horizon VR Call of the Mountain, which a couple months ago, Sony had bought Fire Sprite Entertainment and people were like, oh, what are they doing? The answer is this. They're making this. Uh, so this is a Horizon Forbidden West slash Dawn game spinoff called Call of the Mountain. I didn't see anything else about this, but it is a Horizon game in VR, uh, which I think is kind of a big deal for PSVR because it means that it will actually have like a flagship Sony franchise game on it instead of like what the PSVR had, which was a bunch of weird random kind of mini game collections and bullshit. So Well, it also had... Um... That 3D platformer. Uh, the one, and the, and oh, Astrobot. Yeah, but I mean, like, it, it seems like this is going to try to be like a launch game with it or something. Yes. So it's just like a, a large Sony flagship product, I think, is cool, especially if they do it right. Um, so that will get people who might not have cared about this before to give it a try. Uh, I think this will be very expensive uh, because of all of these upgrades. I hope that i am wrong because i would like to get one but like if it's like as much as a ps5 like i can't do that you know what i mean so well like it's i feel like part of the reason why the first playstation vr didn't quite work is because they they tried to keep it cost effective which i mean like the whole point was like this is the cheapest way to get into like decent enough vr Mm -hmm. for people but like at a certain point like wouldn't you rather they like not hamper themselves because it's already a limited market anyway. So no, that is true. But like now the Oculus quest two exists and for the lowest volume of storage, it's like 300 bucks. And that is like good enough and a fully self-contained thing that has a bunch of cool games that you can get for it. So like they, the, uh, some of the technology, like the inside out tracking and stuff like that is uh, a lot cheaper now, just because like the, you know, more factories are like making that kind of stuff where I feel like this one specifically is going to get expensive is obviously like the dual sense is expensive enough on its own to split that in half and then have you buy that, but also 120 Hertz OLED screen in the fucking thing. Like I, I don't know. Like that's where I feel like that goes up, but you know, it it remains to be seen. I, I think they have to make it, uh, like a relatively like cost effective thing. Like I, I would guess that it will be 300 to $400, probably 400. Um, just because I, I think they have to sell it. Like, I, I think if sure. it's 500 or $600, like I don't think it sells at all. And I don't think they can, if they're really going to keep trying to push VR, I feel like they just have to get it out there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the market for VR, if, you know, people are still really excited. Like, at least, like, the average consumer is excited about it anymore type of thing. Yeah, and, like, I don't know. I I mean, I like Beat Saber. That's all I know. Um, yeah, I, and, like, for me, like, I get, like, like motion sickness pretty easy, it seems mm-hmm. like, as I've gotten a little older, especially. Yeah. Like I went to an amusement park and like after every single roller coaster, I needed to take like a few minutes and just kind of <laughs> head adjusted. So like, I I, I like VR is just not for me. Uh, yeah, and I'm okay with that. So yeah. Um, 
but yeah, like 110 degree FOV with a 4K OLED screen for Beat Saber. That's hot. I already have 120 hertz because I got the Quest 2, but you know. Well, and you can finally, you could play, you know, Astro's Playroom or whatever it's called. Well, that's the part that I didn't add on here was they, uh, someone asked them about backwards compatibility and they were like, I don't know. It will have it. There's no way it won't. <laughs> There's no way it won't. I refuse to believe that the new console wouldn't be able to play those older games. I just refuse to believe you that. Would, you would like to believe that, wouldn't because, you? Because, like, the PS5 can play PS4 games, so the PSVR better be able to play older. There's no way they could do that. I don't know. I think there is a way. There's no way. I refuse. Oh, I believe. I no. believe in them. They're, they're not Nintendo. No. Oh, dude. I believe no. that they can fuck that up. And, and I know, like, Nintendo actually was probably the front runner for, like, backwards compatibility for a long time. I'm not. Yeah, sure. yeah. Like, you know, especially with their handhelds. Like, it was always, like, their new handheld could always play, like, the old ones. So. Yeah. But they didn't have to worry about it this time because no one wanted to play Wii U games. Well, I, I well, actually, the Switch can't do either. Uh, no, I know. I'm saying that's, but that's why they didn't have to worry about it. Well, they didn't have to worry about it because they just pour out all the Wii U games. To the Switch. <laughs> well, that that too. But I mean, no one was like, "Why can't I put my Wii U discs in this thing?" Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wanted to play Pikmin. Like, no, no one wanted to play Pikmin. But in fairness, yeah. everyone was like, "Hey, I've already bought a Link to the Past like three times. Why?" why can't i play this on the Switch? exactly well yes i know i agree so, like so so there is some of that because like digitally they could have definitely done that but then they were like well now there's this thing called nintendo online and it's way better guys trust me yeah trust me uh yeah so that that is a uh, psvr2 the last thing e3 2022 canceled Mm-hmm. Because of the COVID concerns, so was the concert I was supposed to go to this weekend. But well, I had decided beforehand that I wasn't going to go due to COVID concerns. Mm-hmm. So now I get a refund. Uh, well, actually, I think they're trying to fuck me out of the refund, but I'm going to get it. Don't you worry. Um, who are you? Who are you seeing? I was going to see my favorite band of all time, Motion City Soundtrack. Okay. And I was like, I have seen they don't they no longer make music, but they usually every year tour now. So I was like, I have seen them like six times. I don't need to, you know, get COVID for that. Um, Were they in Philly or something? Uh, Buffalo. Oh, OK. Uh, but usually they are in Philly. Yes. But the one in Philly was on like a weekday. So that's why I went to. Buffalo. Mm. Um, yeah, but E3 2022 canceled due to COVID concerns. They have said they may try to plan some type of digital event. Uh, but a lot of people seem to be thinking this is it. That it's over. COVID? Uh, I mean, COVID's mm-hmm. been over, Matt. Everyone knows that. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, E3. E3. A lot of, yeah, a yeah, lot of know, people are saying, like, this is the final nail in the coffin. Yeah. Like, they were, like, they were, like, limping along last year. They were, like they were fixing their wounds and then they, the people believe this one just put a bullet right in between the eyes. I was thinking about that when I saw that. I was like, so COVID fine. Like, <laughs> let's be honest here. It's been 10 years of people saying like E3 is dying. It's dying. Yeah. Finally, COVID comes along. and just like, just ends the misery. Like recently, I feel like E3 has been like Ethan's hand. Mm-hmm. where like it's like oh fuck our hand fell off let's put it back on with the magic salve mm-hmm. and then it's like i don't know how that works but you guys somehow got us here for another year i don't you know the mold is finally leaving their body i think i don't know that it's gonna work 
Uh, also, Jeff Keeley announced that the Summer Games uh, Fest is popping, so get ready for that. I, I, I'm only interested in the Summer Games mess. Yeah, I'm only interested in Jeff Grubb's Summer Games mess as well, mm. but uh, Jeff Keeley said mm. he's at least going to keep the spirit of E3 alive with a bunch of weird one-off events that no one can keep track of. So, You know, I will say this. 2020 was a mess with that stuff. 2021 was better. So maybe yeah, it was because Jeff Grubb uh, figured out how to make a list better, <laughs> you know. So, I, so uh, yeah, I don't know. Year, maybe it'll just slowly get better. In like E three, it's sad that it's gone. It really is sad. Live on in our hearts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in some maybe ways, it's not. It's maybe maybe it's. Uh, it, you know, maybe it's. No. Uh, stop! Stop! It's stop! 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 <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to believe. I, I'm uh-huh. just saying, like, maybe maybe they come out and are like, how do you guys feel about digital events? And then, like, it's the same thing, and they get into weird arguments with Jeff Keighley about who owns the rights to the Microsoft press conference again. What if we try to take on E3? Like... I mean, we, we are E3 now. Mm-hmm. This is true. We don't even have to ask because they canceled mm-hmm. it. I mean, like, we'll just come up with, like, three different uh, E words yeah extra every so i don't know we'll, we'll we'll figure out and then we'll just call it that and you know it you know it'll be our e3 event you know yeah exactly mm-hmm. um also i hope that sometime in the future they would let the e3 domain lapse and then i could buy it <laughs> i'm gonna it assume that someone else would probably get that before we could Me too get and that. also that domain would be very expensive yes I couldn't even get game time with Manny.com. So what about game time with Manny.net instead? Mm, .net, that's nice. Yeah. What about dot um, game? Dot game, I did not want to try that. I though also those specialized URLs are more expensive. Yeah, so they are. That's annoying. I also I wanted dot time because I wanted to do game dot time. Mm, but mm. that that's not a thing. Dot time yet to exist. Is that zone a thing? That zone, dot, is, a zone thing. is for sure a thing, yes. So, or what if we like, just like just like pick X. like well I was gonna say dot CA and we can just pretend we're Canadian. <laughs> I don't know that you I don't we might not be able to do that actually. I know some Canadians, so I got this. Okay. No, I just meant like I think the domain uh like providers, like I think they might look that information up. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I know like a you Canadian. Could, uh, I, see, I, see, I, see. I know a Canadian who makes websites, so I'm pretty oh, sure. Okay, well there you go. I'm pretty sure I could get him to buy or, it. Or it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because you know that top the .ca is really popping off. I'm telling you. So. I bet. That's... Um, but yeah, if you go to Game Time with Manny .net, it will ask you to put in a password, and you can't get in. So fuck you. Hmm. It's under construction forever. When did you buy that? Like five months ago. And you just haven't done anything with it? I have done things on the back end, sure. but then I stopped because sometimes I get a lot of motivation at once and then I'm like, wow, <laughs> what a good burst of motivation. We'll revisit this later. What were so, your what were your big plans with it? I, they weren't large. I was just going to okay. put the podcast on there. Okay, fair enough. But then the thing would not pull from SoundCloud properly, so I had to individually do it with each one. And after you copy your 50th one, you're like, bro, I need a break. 
and then uh, I took a break, and here we are. And and now you have six months more of po- like weekly podcasts to do. So yeah, also, but it like also the domain was like wildly. It was like five dollars a year or some shit. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm, who gives a shit? Like I can I can deal with that price. Um, yeah. Also, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right now. I will never let this lapse. I won't okay. buy it forever. Uh, it's also on auto renew for five bucks. So like, what am I gonna sure. do? Um, GameTime.com. I feel like I should be able to have that, but it's owned by like a playground company or some shit. It's a bullshit. Well, the GameTime with Manny.com is the weird one. That I that just like wasn't available for purchase. Oh. It told me like no, get fucked, and I was like, okay, I guess. Did you try Game Time W with Manny or like W Manny? Uh, I I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Oh, you actually, already... you know what? I bought Game Time WM dot net. I lied to you all because mm. I just went to it and it asked me to log in, <laughs> and that's that's the one. Um. Someday, check it every day. It yeah, might check actually, it every day. No, I'll let might, people might on this, go live. I'll let people know on this Godforsaken podcast when I have completed my uh, my endeavors to collect all of my online presence about video games in one place. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I, I don't know the websites. Mm-hmm. Maybe someday E three will die. Maybe it'll come back. I feel like it's already been like kind of like a resurrected corpse. That's like decaying for several years so who knows you know but now people might be able to get shirts that say i attended the last e3 so i see i was i saw those shirts like i i attended 2017 e3 or something like that mm-hmm. and i was like what if they made ones that were like i didn't intend 2017 mm-hmm. e3 you know? I, like, I mean i didn't exactly i could get that shirt i know i'd buy that mm-hmm. why not exactly we should sell those. <laughs> <laughs> Official game time with Manny merch. Uh, I did yes. not go to E3 2017. <laughs> it's actually a point of pride for me, uh, yes. to be honest, because uh, I'd seen shitty. Uh, I don't even remember what 2017 was about. I don't even remember 2017. So there's a good chance <clears throat> I was at your mom's house, though. That is true. We did watch it at my mom's house, but uh, well, there were like that, a few years where we did that. Yeah, so. but that that was the that was the one where they like was that might have been the first one where it was in like uh, it was like way more commercialized and they let the general public in. Uh, yeah, and mm. I think so. I'd have to. It was one of those years. Yeah, 2016, yeah. 2017. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think, would that have been the year that they announced Rage 2? It could have been. Or would that have been 2018? Mm. Because like that is probably one of my all-time favorite E3 moments. Was was uh, It would probably would, would have been in 20... Eh, it could have been in 2018 because... Uh, Smash Ultimate came out in 2018. Okay. So. Oh, that could have been that previous summer, but I don't know. 
It doesn't yeah. matter. It really, no, it like, matter. Anyways, it genuinely does yeah. not matter. I don't know why matter. we're talking about this. Anyways, uh, <laughs> that's the news. There was not uh-huh. a lot of it. Uh, right. So that's, you know, that's fine. But we did play some games. I uh, had put some on here that I played just because I didn't talk about them before, but I finished sure. them over my like Christmas break and stuff. But um, you have played several games, which I looked at this list and I was like, did we travel back in time or did like somehow old games get restored to this list when i saw your three games i was like very confused what why would you think they were old games? i don't know because i I feel i feel like mark of the ninja and dragon age origins like came out in 2008 well i mean i know they did i mark of the ninja i might have come out that same year i don't remember dragon age origins came out in 2009 so get it right wow that is true i played it then Uh, which I guess we'll just start with that. Um, I don't know if it's aged particularly well, Manny. Disagree. Um, I, the voice acting is uh, pretty rough. Oh, I love it. I love Alistair. I love them all. Um, it's uh, the one weird thing that I did find a little off-putting at first was like your character does not speak. Yes. You like there's like a dialogue tree that you pick, but like you just kind of pick it and it just kind of moves on. And the only reason why it's a little off-putting is because, like, Mass Effect, like, your character, like, Shepard speaks. Uh, yeah, but this is, uh, like, Baldur's Gate, like, it's supposed yes. to be. Yes, this is, this feels like a very old-school, uh, CRPG. Exactly. Like, it should uh, be. They ruined so, it. Um, the combat in t- 2022, I'm not a oh, huge fan of. Fucking good. It's I not, fucking, every it's game not, should be this. No, no, see, it is no. because it is literally just Baldur's Gate. Like, this is why they ruined this fucking franchise. It's they ruined this fucking franchise. It's not that good, Manny. No, see, you say that, but you also mm-hmm. didn't never played Baldur's Gate, and I, you probably didn't play Divinity Original Sin either. So, like, it is like, that is the combat. Well, games. yeah, it, and, and that combat's just not for me. Okay, because I like that is all I want is strategical mm. combat, and fucking every game after this did not do that. It's also like weirdly buggy. Uh, I, I mean, what did you play it on? I'm playing it on Xbox. Oh, interesting. Uh, just because, like, I okay, so like anytime I switch off of my character and I'm just using another character. My character is just like using up all their mana and just attacking. There's no enemies around, but it is just literally attacking at all times. Hell yeah. Um, also, like, because I've been I've been just kind of rocking the same, like, three companions. Mm-hmm. Which one of them is Alistair. Uh, one of them is the dog, because why wouldn't I pick the dog? Uh, and then the other one is uh, Liliana. Okay. Uh, sometimes Liliana just like freezes up and just like just won't move or do anything can't do anything during the combat and I just have to get through the combat sequence and then she'll like eventually just like start moving again mm-hmm. I, so I, but that stuff doesn't bother me that much it's just like the game is fine I just don't think it's aged the best which is just the other big issue is like I don't really like high fantasy that much either i'm just uh, not really into the setting yeah so so like i'm not a huge fan of the the characters which some of it's just the voice acting i'm not a huge fan of the setting i don't really like the combat so the, this game is just not for me in general yeah. Yeah. but I'm, i want to get through it um just because like i want to just be like hey i played this i checked it off so i'm getting towards the end i'm pretty close to the end now nice because I've, I've recruited everyone and now i'm just kind of like 
uh, kind of like checking off a few more things, and I, I will be wrapping that up very soon. Does the version you have have the DLC? No. Oh, okay, you're not gonna get the sick golem, man. I, I'm okay. I don't. I I don't cool. think I need all of that. So. I loved him. He's the best. Uh, now, Mark of the Ninja that came out in 2012, man. It did. I know. This is it's um, shattering and, my world. Um, I, I'll save that one. I'm also playing Wolfenstein Two. So, like the original Wolfenstein Two, or like the new Wolfenstein, the the the, the new Colossus. Okay. I see. There's a couple things. One, I I've been wanting to replay this because I think Wolfenstein Three is going to come out this year. Oh, I thought you were going to say you're going to replay this because Wolfenstein Three is never coming out. No, I think it's going to come out this year. That's my okay. guess. Uh, Jeff also, talked about it recently. Oh, did he? Yeah, did he say he said it's probably going to suck? Oh, that's well. We'll see. <laughs> uh, uh, and then the other big thing is um, I wanted to have like a f- fresh save on Xbox because I played. I originally played uh, Wolfenstein Two on PlayStation. Yes. And then I'm definitely going to be playing Wolfenstein 3 on Xbox. So I was like, I want to have like a save on uh, like a Wolfenstein 2 save on Xbox. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'll play through that. And man, I still think you should play this game, Manny. It is so wild. Yeah. I think I I, I am not going to like recommend first person shooters to you. But like, I think if you were to play one from like at least that generation, this is the one to play. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So. Even the first two, like, because, like, I the I finished the Wolfenstein two last night, and it was like eight nine hours. Yeah, that is that is a weekend for you. Like mm-hmm. one day, you could you could you would do that. So yeah, for sure. And I I do think you would enjoy it. It is fucking wild. Some of the stuff that happens in that game. Mm-hmm. Now, Marco the Ninja Manny. Yeah, I just want to climb to the roof, my roof, and just start screaming about how cool this game is. Yeah, everybody loves Marco the Ninja. Did you play it? No. Oh, really? Wow. But I'm saying, I, every, this is like everybody talks about how like Mark of the Ninja, they like fucking loved it. This is one of those mm-hmm. Xbox Live Arcade games that like people talked about forever, and like yes. it was in like a lot of the Game of the Year lists the year it came out. I remember people really liked it. And and I bought the remastered version, which is on like so everything. The thing that I I didn't end up playing it for is because it's a it's made by Clay, and right. I I the previous game they had made was Shank. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I hate this. Like, I just didn't like the way it felt. I didn't really like the animation. I don't remember if Shank 2 came out after Mark of the Ninja or before it. But I think it came out before. Yeah, like, I just, that wasn't my thing. So I just, like, I never ended up picking it up. And I didn't have a 360 at the time, which is when right. it, it only came out for a 360 at first. So, yeah, I just never ended up playing it. did eventually, I think, come to PlayStation and everything else with the definitive or whatever the hell. The remastered the version. Remaster, yeah. Which, um, but no, it, people like say, yeah, you're like a, you're a ninja, man. Yeah, and it just yeah. it just works. It's like it's really fun stealth and it's almost like a puzzle game. And I know that I say that all the time, but like that's the way I'm approaching this. Like I'm just kind of like the first couple uh, levels because it is like it's a 2D platformer, or, like it's side scrolling 2D where it's just like individual levels and you're kind of making your way through the levels. Um, and like basically there are like nine objectives or something that you kind of want to go for to kind of like get like there are nine things in every single level. So there's like there's point like three levels of point score. So you want to try to get like the highest point so you can get all three. There are three scrolls that are just kind of hidden in the level somewhere that you have to find. And then there are like three random objectives that you want to kind of go for as well. 
So one of them is just kind of like kill two guards with one chandelier or something like that. So you kind of have to like set that up to happen. Uh, The first couple levels I was just kind of playing through. I was getting caught. I was losing some points. But I was like, ah, whatever. Uh, I'm enjoying my time with it. But like by like the third or fourth level, everything just kind of clicked for me. And it was to a point where like I was literally just trying to maximize each run. And anytime I got caught, I just instantly would hit start and restart checkpoint. Mm-hmm. because like I, and and it almost like i just kind of had a lot of fun i've had a lot of fun with just kind of like playing around with the systems and just try to really just maximize um uh each run uh it, it does get a lot harder as the game goes on so i don't know if i'm gonna end up going for everything but as of right now i definitely want to try to go for everything i i did finish the game this morning but I still have more to do. And then there's also like the DLC that I haven't touched either. That's just like in the game itself. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, I do want to give you a heads up. If you are remotely interested in this, it is on sale. On, I don't know if it's on sale on anything else, but PlayStation for like eight or $9. And that's where I got it. Mm-hmm. So, so I am looking at a list of clay games right now and I mm-hmm. don't like any clay games. I've come to the conclusion. Uh, like, you haven't played I, Mark of the Ninja. Okay. Well, I didn't like Shank. Mm-hmm. I didn't like Shank 2. Mm-hmm. They made Mark of the Ninja. They made Don't Starve, which I, you know, I don't get the survival thing. I know it's like their most popular game as well. Like, I just, Don't Starve is not for me. Uh, I tried to play Invisible Ink because everyone talks about how it's like one of the best roguelites ever. And I could like, I could not get into that. Uh, oh, that was the one where it was more like a strategy though, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I i oxygen included i don't even remember what that was but that almost certainly is not for me um and then recently griftlands where like everybody was like oh griftlands is like this is the card-based roguelite of the century and it came out last year and like i i tried and everyone else who played it was like i love it and i just like i did not i couldn't get into it so i i probably would like mark of the ninja but every other clay game i've like Mm -hmm. tried most of them and i just like they do not do it for i wanted to like invisible ink so bad and i just like it did i couldn't do it so i i don't know i haven't played any of those others i really don't have a lot of interest in those others yeah uh but i'm really i really enjoyed mark of the ninja a lot so they did make the engine for n plus though and Mm. n plus rules so i will say initially i was like i don't know about this movement but it is very slow and deliberate, which is kind of what you end up wanting in a stealthy ninja game anyway. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Uh, there is a run button, but you don't really want to use that because like, that makes a lot of noise and you'll get caught. So, mm. so Nope, uh, those are the three games I'm playing. I'm hoping to... Because I finished Wolfenstein, but I, I want to go back to and kind of get some more collectibles and stuff. Marco the Ninja, I want to wrap that up this weekend. And actually, I want to try to wrap up all three of these games like this weekend or this week. So um, I don't know what I'm going to move on to. But um, for now, these three games, I'm I re- which I had played Wolfenstein too. Uh, Dragon Age is okay. And Marco the Ninja, I'm absolutely loving. So uh, why don't you tell me about the, the three games that you've played? Uh, so when I started my break, I was like, I have to beat games now. So I beat Wolfstride, which is the black and white, uh, anime inspired robots fighting turn-based game. Um, oh boy, it's so, it was too long. It was like 30 hours and the developer, it was like their first game and, uh, 
they um, seem to be receptive to the criticism because I think a lot of people have the same criticisms uh, looking at the Steam forms and stuff that just like there's so much weird, unnecessary bloat in it. Like you have to walk through these stages every day and it just it ends up adding so much unnecessary time and like then the last bit where the story really picks up is like weirdly rushed whereas like a lot of the game is just very slow um but i do i I did end up really liking the actual core of the game which was the robot turn-based combat um it's not balanced very well because of the fact that you can just get infinite money basically um so like by the time when they were like making me buy the most expensive parts i just had so much money that it didn't matter so i could always get the best parts with the best armor and things like that um but i I, it's fun uh like picking a strategy that works for you and like you know the the character can learn all sorts of different moves and stuff so there could be tons of different strategies to approach every battle um but mine was just go fucking buck wild immediately and try to kill them on the first turn Hmm. which usually would work because i was hella broken um and they look like they're gonna try to go through and change some of that stuff uh and like at least balance it more maybe add some more parts and moves and things like that and that's cool um the world is interesting i the plot in the end did not fully capture my attention which was kind of a bummer um it it has a lot of style and like they really tried um but it just yeah something about it like it doesn't all come together in the end and it feels a little bit like a lot of disparate parts that they had that just like did not mesh together so Hmm. it's kind of a bummer but i it was like for me it was probably like a three out of five type thing where it's like i didn't hate this but it was it was fine um and then i finally went back to playing uh, rune king a league of legends story which is uh, the airship games the people that made battle chasers night war they made a game for riot uh which is uh you know the turn-based league of legends game rpg it is incredible uh it was very good and i cared about the six league of legends champions that you have in your party and what i like about this game is i i like turn-based rpgs where they give you a set of characters and are like each one of these characters has a specific set of skills go to town like make your strategy and you can build them either in like a more defensive way or a more attacking way uh and at the end of this game, I was so comically broken that it was insane. And not in a way where like, oh, the game's unbalanced. It's just because like, oh, you are utilizing these systems in a way that is fun and you are crushing the enemy. Like saying some of the stuff that won't make sense to a lot of people who haven't played the game or haven't played League of Legends, but like Pike in League of Legends is an assassin type stealth character who like uses like backstab and knives like a rogue in dnd or whatever um at the end of the game i would be able to get him into stealth and then have him crit the enemy no matter what when he was in stealth and if he was using a specific skill he would attack them twice so i would do like eight thousand damage twice to every enemy and that's a fuckload of damage and they would just mm-hmm. like die or like the healer character would basically just like full heal every character at the end of every turn because of the way I had built her without me really having to do anything. Um, and uh, 
Scott had also played Ruin King, which we talked about in the Game of the Year podcast because it was on his list. Um, and he built a different team than mine that was equally as broken. Oh. Uh, so like that, that's cool. I like when you can do that kind of stuff. Um, right. I, I think they did a good job other than that. Like it does have a lot of bugs that need to be fixed. Like uh, collecting all the treasure chests doesn't always like mark them on the map. I had an issue where every time I rebooted the game, I could get a key item again, which you should only be able to get once. Uh, like just maps not completing weird shit happening with enemies. Like at one point, Scott's character died and resurrected at the same time. And then all of his stats went down to one. And so the game was like unplayable. Thankfully, he had a save that reverted that. But like there's a lot of weird bugs like that. And they do seem like they're trying to fix it. But for a game that's backed by Riot, it seems like it's like not fast enough because that game came out in the beginning of November right or middle of november and so for it to still have all those like weird bugs it's kind of strange um and, like a lot of just strange quest bugs like some quest text literally telling you to go to the wrong area and mm. stuff like that um which like it's not a big deal and a lot of it is visual so like the gameplay elements are mostly worked i i had one issue where i had to force close the game because like i started a cutscene and my character couldn't walk around an object to get to the starting point of the cutscene but other other than that like the part the combat is good i think the characterization and uh the the plot itself were fine um it is about the pirate section of the league of legends world it's a town called bilgewater and like if people played league of legends they know all about misfortune and gangplank and like you know their whole feud to take over Bilgewater and stuff. Uh, it is interesting because the villain of this game is the ruined King and he's not like named at all until the post credit scene. Uh, and then like at the end of the game, spoilers, this is like a non scene They you beat the ruined King who could have guessed. Uh, but like Pike is writing the name of the ruined King in his book. And he says his name out loud, Viego. And I was like, who the fuck is Viego? And I looked it up and that is the ruined King's name, but he came out as a champion in league of legends in March. So I think this game was supposed to come out in March. Because, like, the way the game was set up was, like, it was, like, setting up this character and then you learn his name afterwards so that, like, then they could reveal him in League of Legends or something. But I, I think the timeline just got fucked up and they had to release the character six months ago or whatever. Hmm, weird. Um, so it's, it's kind of weird, but, like, it did seem like this game was meant to, like, give him a plot and, like, a backstory and stuff and then reveal his name, um, which would have been cool, I guess, if you played league of legends or whatever but right e either way it ended up being a cool game there were some other league of legends champions in it that you did not fight with uh but yeah if they made another one of these i would be very okay with it um i mean i like turn-based battles i think the league of legends world is pretty cool so uh i did really like that and then the last after that i was like whoa I don't have enough time to really play and complete any of the 14 games in my backlog by um the game of the year time i should probably play one of those but then my brain said no mm -hmm. buy the final fantasy 14 expansion and then get back into final fantasy 14 smart smart and because nukio wanted to play endwalker i thought that means that when he kept playing for months after i stopped he must have beaten Shadowbringers. so i will play Shadowbringers, and then i'll get up to endwalker and i will then we can play and it turns out he did not beat Shadowbringers in that time. So now I am an entire expansion ahead of him. 
but I did beat Shadowbringers last night, which is interesting because a lot of people say that is the best Final Fantasy story, period. I do not agree with that. Um, I think it is a pretty good story, but I think it has like some like pretty wild pacing issues in comparison to the, some of the previous expansions. Like I think that uh, Stormblood, the one before it, actually like had a better paced plot. I don't know that it was quite as interesting, but like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, but I, I am excited for Endwalker because interesting someone just messaged me on discord but i did not see it uh yeah the the final thing and walker will be interesting because it actually like closes out the overarching plot of that final fantasy 14 has been building to uh for the past 10 years so that's cool but they said they're gonna keep making it and they're trying to at least go for another 10 years so who knows how that'll turn out but i do uh I do enjoy it. My issue with this game, though, is every time I play it, because it is every time I end up playing is after a new major expansion drops, they usually change the way classes play. And if you already have a very thin grasp of how your fucking class works, then having to completely relearn the game with no tutorial or anything is fucking wild. Like, I think it's terrible game design for me to have to go watch a 25 minute YouTube video on how my class has changed. Oh yeah. yeah. And so like, I just didn't do that and ended up literally looking at a spreadsheet that said monk rotation for the brain dead. Uh, <laughs> and I just used that rotation, but like, yeah, it's very weird because other that doesn't happen in other games, but it happens in a lot of like games as a service games as well. Like I'm sure if I started to play destiny now, it would be fucking nutso. And I would have so many different currencies and things that I wouldn't be able to do anything with. Whereas like final fantasy 14, the core of everything is the same except for how I'm supposed to fight people. And it's one of those things where it's like, I'm a fucking level 80 character. It's not like I can just be like, I don't know how to play. I've never played this game before. Like, obviously, I played three fucking expansions and have played for over 400 hours. So I should at least have some idea of what I'm doing. So people are less forgiving with that kind of stuff. And it just it's a very weird thing to get back into an MMO after you do all this. Um, But they made my character wicked brain dead uh, before I used to have to be like positioned on certain sides of the enemy because attacks would do more depending on if you're at the front back or side they removed the positionals from all but two of the monk attacks making them like wildly brain dead to play so that's exciting because i barely have to think now that i found my brain dead rotation i don't even really have to move in combat uh, which is both good and bad like the reason i picked monk was so that i would have to move around and like actually like engage with the combat uh, but they they took that away so i don't have to do that anymore um but yeah i probably will at least play endwalker nukio didn't seem like super stoked on actually re-upping and playing endwalker and i was like look dog i got until pokemon legends arceus comes out because i'm not playing this after that so either you're gonna be here with me or i'm gonna beat endwalker by then so i don't know uh, and it's interesting because now that I beat Endwalker or not Endwalker that I beat Shadowbringers, um, it unlocks a lot of extra content, which is usually where like the coolest like fights and trials and stuff are. 
to get a bunch of fun items and see a bunch of weird Final Fantasy cameos and shit. So uh, I'm going to have fun. And I I enjoy this game. And it's fun to just like play and have a podcast or a video on and just, you know, fucking mash some number keys. And uh, that's it. It's an MMO. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's an MMO, so. Mm-hmm. And that's all I got. Oh, I've been playing Genshin Impact, but that doesn't count. <laughs> You're always playing Genshin Impact. I'm always playing Genshin Impact, yeah. So, so yeah, that's all I got. Great. Awesome. Um, so, uh, well, it's the, the first episode of the new year. It is. Uh, so we usually do, like, a preview for the year. Uh, so I, I've had it like set up for the open critic of like at least the games we know that are announced as of right now. We'll definitely be adding to this list uh, as as it goes along. Um, so you'll need to open that up, man. That is true. I won't need to open that up. So um, while Manny is opening that up, I'll just kind of go through the games. Um, I opened it up. Which there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight, nine. Well, actually, one of these. Did that come out already? Um, no, fuck. Did Shredders come out? We dumped yeah, on yeah. it so often. Uh, game Shredders. No. Okay, delayed. Okay, it was delayed oh. in 2022. Okay. No. All right. So, Gotham Knights, Hollow Knight, Silk Song, Horizon Forbidden West, Ali Ali World, Prince of Persia Remake, Rainbow Six Extraction, Shredders, Tunic, and Zelda Breath of the Wild 2. We all kind of made, we already made predictions on them mm. uh, last year, uh, but we they obviously haven't been released yet. So, I figure we'll just kind of give uh, both of us a chance to, if we want to change our, our pick. So Gotham Knights, you said 75. I said 80. Would you like to make that change? No. That's, uh, yeah, I'm good. Uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song, you said 92. I said 85. Yeah, I'm going to change that to a 93. Okay. We're in. All right. I'm going to. want Silk Song to rule. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West, you said 90. I said 87. I'm going to change it to 89. This is my strat. Sure. <laughs> Just changing everything by one. That'll that'll definitely change everything for you. Uh, Ali Ali World, you said 80. I said 84. Yeah, that's fine. I'm going to say mine's going to... I'm going to change it to 82. Okay. Uh, Prince of Persia Remake, 65. You said 65. I said 68. I don't... I, oh man, I guess just leave it. Yeah, I, I, that I was one, gonna say, should sure. I go lower or not? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Ah, oh, God, if it's lower than that, that's a rough, rough game. Well, I, they already seems pretty fucking rough. Oh, they've yeah. said about it, so like, I have no idea. Uh, Rainbow Six Extraction. You said eighty four. I said eighty one. That's fine. That's a that was announced coming out to Game Pass, right? Yes. They said that's coming day one to Game Pass or something? That was announced at the same time as uh, they announced Ubisoft Plus. okay. Cool. I'm actually going to change it to 78. Okay, that's fine. I don't think that game's going to be very good, but I don't, you know, I don't have a really good guess, you know? Sure, sure. Uh, Shredders, you said 70. I said 75. That's, yep. Uh Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, Tunic, you said 91. I said 87. We're sticking with it. I want my boy to be good. And Zelda Breath of the Wild 2, you said 90, I said 92. 
I'm going to stick with it. Yeah, the only one I changed was, uh, well, no, I changed a couple. Rainbow Six and uh, Ali Ali World. So you changed a couple as well. Uh, so those are the games, as I said, we did last year, but I just wanted to give us both a chance to kind of re- redo it. So now we'll move on to the games. And this is these are ordered in release date, at least as of right now, for what we know. So Okay. Uh, Windjammers 2, Manny. I'm going to say 83. 83. Oof. I see. I'm going to say 77. Okay. I, I'm just like, I think Windjammers, it's a very simple concept. It is. They've worked very hard on this, though. They have worked very hard. Uh, I don't know a ton about this, but like, it's one of those weird cases where if they change too much, it's going to upset the people that really like Windjammers. But if they keep it like basically the same, I don't know how many new people are going to be into how simple it is. So like, I, this is like a really weird game that I'm not sure how people are going to feel about. Uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus, which did you see this was leaked or somewhat leaked? Uh, I mean, I've seen all the leaks, but. Well, like somebody got the game early. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like posting stuff about it. Yeah, I so I'm going to like this. I'm calling it right now. Mm -hmm. I'm going to like this game a lot. And everyone else is going to hate it. <laughs> I, I can guarantee. I can guarantee it because it uh, seems like there are like not a lot of Pokemon battles in it. Like period. Like people can't even really confirm if there are like trainer battles in this game. Right. So it seems like you are catching Pokemon a lot and like over and over again. And the only way you can get Arceus is by filling out the entire Pokedex, which is apparently mm. very difficult and like wicked yes. grindy. Um, it seems like this game is just like catching Pokemon and it's wildly grindy. Uh, so I'm going to say 74. Oh man, I was thinking the same number. Now I can't pick that. That's lame. But I'm going to like, I promise you guys, I'll like Arceus. I, I, I everything that I've read, I'm thinking like, I don't think I'm going to like this game. Oh, I'm going to love this game. I can't wait. So... And like it's not it's gonna be one of those things where it's like oh this isn't good but I like right it. right yes yes uh, Sifu Manny I am gonna say like, legitimately excited about I am legitimately excited to play this I think it's very short I think it's gonna mm -hmm. be very short uh, I because this doesn't appeal this probably won't appeal to a lot of people it looks really cool but is it executed well. I guess I'll say like 81. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's been pushed by Sony in a weird way. It has. Yeah. So I like, I don't know because it's one of those things where I think the concept is really cool and it looks yes. really cool, but if it doesn't feel good in practice and then like, you well, know, what was their previous game? Uh, Absolver. Absolver. And that like that didn't do it. That didn't feel good. I it didn't feel good to me. It was like weirdly okay. abstract, and they like didn't give you enough to like go off of. Mm -hmm. uh, but that was another one where like it was really short, and this seems like it will be too. But I don't. This looks like it has more structure, I guess. So like that. That's what I don't know. It's like less. It's less weird and abstract. Like you are a ninja man beating the shit out of people, like for a reason. 
Right. You, you get old when you die. I don't know, man. It looks cool. I, I just don't know. Like, I have no real gauge for how it will actually turn out. I, I'm going to go with 83. I, I, I'm feeling like it's going to be one of those. It's going to be like Kena, where it's just like, whoa, this this reviewed well. Yeah. Um, Crossfire X. Now, this is a game where it's the multiplayer is very popular in China. Mm-hmm. And then Remedy is making the, the, the campaign. So, I'm gonna say an 84. I'm gonna say 83. Okay. It's pretty close so far. Um, there's gonna be one where they're, we're gonna be pretty far. Well, I guess Windjammers were six points apart, but yeah. still. Uh, total. Yeah. Oh no, the King of Fighters, uh, 15. I, I, this game is it fucking looks so good. I I think it's the seventy nine those ones. I just fighting games don't like get reviewed well, and like this game is gonna be so fucking bare bones that like I just don't think reviewers are gonna review it well. Yeah, I'm like unless you're like Nether Realm that have like so much content. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna say, yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. Where like I think like the fighting game community might really like it, but like reviewers, probably not nearly as much. So I'm gonna say 76. Okay. A Total War Warhammer Three. Bro, I don't know. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with 82. I think it'll Holy just be fuck. What it? What did you look up? Like Warhammer Two or something? Yeah. What did it get? That's really good, apparently. 88? It's like a 9.1 on IGN. Hold oh, on. Well. What's it on Open Critic? 90, 86 overall. 86. Or, yeah, 86 overall. Uh, I will, what'd you say? 82? 82. I'll, you know, 84, 85. 84. A little bit. 85? Yeah, 85. Okay. A small dip from the last one. Yeah, like oh. it, it got really high reviews from like every outlet. That's crazy. Elden Ring. Elden Ring? You ready? <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I mean, oh, fuck. <laughs> I kind of want to say that, but. <laughs> it's not. I put 99 for the list. Yeah. Uh, no, because like, fuck. I just like. Uh, people have the biggest from software boner and like i do i do think this game will be good like i think it will review in the 90s but like is this the one like is this is this the true the true from software sequel that we've all been waiting for i'm gonna like is this gonna be the one that just like people fucking lose their minds over i feel like that that happened with sekiro I, that one, I but people like Bloodborne more than Sekiro, I think. But do you? Because like yeah. I feel like Sekiro, no, everybody's like Blood, Bloodborne is like the game of all time. Well, sure, I, I think, but I'm I'm just saying like review wise, I think yeah, Sekiro was ninety. I wonder what Bloodborne was. Ninety one. Okay, so they're about the same. They are. I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm going to say 89. Okay. Yeah. 98% of critics recommend Bloodborne. Jesus Christ. (laughs) 
sure. I like I will like this game, and I like from software has like a level of quality that they will allow now, and so like I think that this will be like it will review highly. I just like yes. I, you know the it's one of those things where I feel like a lot of games don't go above a 91 or a 92 now. Uh, yeah. I, I'm thinking for whatever it's worth, I'm wondering if like the George R. Martin name will give it a little bit of a bump. Maybe it will. And like, and but, then, but then there's the other side where like, does being open world help this game or does it hinder it? And like, hmm. I just, I don't know. Like people who played the open beta thing said it was fucking incredible. The gameplay videos like just look like dark souls and so it's one of those things where it's like i I don't know like does it get by on the fact that it just is dark souls but open world does it get a bump because of george r R. martin like it's just i have no idea there are too many factors in my brain so like i just don't know what it's gonna be i'm also kind of wondering if there's going to eventually be a fatigue uh yeah i i wonder that as well but, uh, just because, like, I mean, there's been a lot of Dark Souls. There was Demon Souls. There was the Demon Souls remake. There was Sekiro. There was Bloodborne. And then there's, like, the, the two Neo games. And, and with that being said, I think that I'm going to put 92 for this. I'm just kind of wondering yeah. if at some point there will start to be a fatigue for this style of game. Yeah, I wonder. I just think that if Miyazaki touches it, it is cold. So Sure, sure. That's my feeling. Um. So... All right. Babylon's Fall. 69. 69. I think this game's going to not be good. I don't remember. I think it looks terrible. I don't remember. It's the Platinum game that is being made for Square Enix where they like ruined the art style. It looks like dog shit now. Okay. Yes. Uh, I'm going to go with the 78. Okay. Gran Turismo 7. 87. 87. I was thinking 82. Mm. Man, are we going to have a Gran Turismo and a Forza in the same year? Yes, probably. Crazy. Yeah. One's going to be spring and the other one's going to be fall, though. So, mm-hmm. A triangle strategy. I'm hopeful for this game. And for that, I'm going to say 84. I'm going to say 80. Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Yeah, is this going to, like... Oh, this is a weird one. You're looking up Borderlands 3, aren't you? Oh, God. I'm going to say 78. <sighs> See, like, this is one where, like, I know I didn't, I said I don't really like high fantasy, but this just seems interesting where it's, like, high fantasy with guns. I feel like this is one of those games where I could end up really liking it, but, like, oh, God. But a lot of people are like, I do not like the humor. I don't remember anyone saying they enjoyed the humor Borderlands 3. Nope. Uh, So, like, but this is... This is Tiny Tina, and everybody loves Tiny Tina, man. Some people do not. I, I know. I, I know. I definitely said that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, you know what? 82. All right. 
Uh, Advance War one and two. Advance Wars one and two reboot camp. Seventy. That I love Advance Wars. I don't like the way it looks. I just, you know, I don't think it's going to do it. I'm going to go with seventy-five. Okay. I hope it's really good. Uh, Stalker two, Heart of Chernobyl. Oh, this is fucking wild because this is like the most niche niche game ever conceived by man. Uh. Oh, what was that? Oh god, what's that Russian first-person shooter series? Metro. Metro. How did that last one review? Well, Stalker is like another level of that. I know, I know. Okay, 2033. Oh, no. Metro 2033 was 85. Exodus was the last one, I think. Yes. Exodus was... I... In 83. I'm going to say 86. 86. I hope it's good. Like, I think it's one of those things where it's good. Like, it's going to be a good game, but it, I don't know. It Like, this, the way they do systems and stuff are so, like obtuse and like weird i don't know what the fuck is swan song i know i said um i gave the heads up of like hey there's gonna be a lot of delays i have a feeling this is gonna be one of those games that gets delayed in the next couple oh of yeah stalker too um yeah we'll see vampire the masquerade swan song I heard you say, what is uh, Vampire? The well, Masquerade yeah, because Vampire the Masquerade 2 is never going to fucking come out. Mm-hmm. So they just keep putting out these weird side stories. <laughs> like, I don't. I mean, it's made by Big Bad Wolf Studio, Manny. You know about Big Bad Wolf. Well, like, at first, I thought that this was the visual novel one. But now looking at this, like, it might be a turn-based RPG. Because you, like, get points for hacking. Oh, bro, I don't know. <laughs> it was delayed mm-hmm. to this year. It, it, it looked like these screenshots make it look like fucking Mass Effect. It's coming to the Switch. You know what? I'm going to say 74. I'm going to say a 70. Only 5,000 people are following their Twitter. Mm, that's unfortunate. Four spoken. Four spoken. I think this is going to be a 84. I think it's going to be a good start to a franchise. And it'll, it'll get better over time. I'm going to say an 87. I think All it's right. going to... I, I, well, I, I hope it rules. Yeah, it, it just seems very neat with what what's going on with it. I don't know. So... I think it's all going to come down to because it seems like there's like I, I don't like, like what is going on with this game where they're like transported back in time or something like I don't know I don't know if it's back in time or to like a whole new location I don't know I think it's a new world hmm. well either way I, I, I'm curious this is definitely one of those games I'm like of this list I think it's the one I'm most curious about hmm. yes um, Saints Row. This is the reboot. 80. 
I'm going to say 82. I, okay. uh, I don't know if they'll ever be able to reach the heights of uh, Saints Row 3. Mm, that's true. Uh, it just, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, I think they just kind of like accidentally stumbled onto gold with that one, and I don't think they'll ever be able to recreate it. So, No, yeah. And last but not least, Starfield. Say ninety. I this is a to tough a, one. I need it to be a ninety. I need it because be this could just be a buggy mess. Oh, I need yeah, but what if it's just Skyrim in space? Yeah, and it could be that, but it also could be just like Skyrim in space, but with Fallout seventy six bugs. I mean, like I yeah, don't like, know. Listen, man, not, listen, it's gonna be so good and fine. But it's oh, okay. like it just comes down to like how buggy it is. I have no doubts. Like everything else will be good about it. I just i i i want them to do it right. I asked for I, this game forever, and I this is. I'm going this to is say what you get the monkey's paw curls, you know. I'm going to say the the Microsoft money is a mm, good thing. Yes, I would like. Yes, it's so good. And ninety one. Oh shit! Okay. It will be one of the game of, games of the year. Yeah, sure. It's gonna. It'll be Elden Ring, Starfield, Horizon. Zelda for the the games of the year, mm-hmm. and then who knows what that other one? And I know I know there are other games like that are announced for twenty twenty two. They just don't have a date yet, so I didn't include them. So yeah, uh, so like these every game here has like a, a release date. It may end up getting delayed at some point, but as of right now, we at least know that in theory they should be coming out this year. So. Yep. Which I think m- most of these games will get released this year just because uh, other than Starfield, all of these games have a release date for the first half of the year. Uh, yeah. And like uh, some of these games have been delayed several times already. Yes. So uh, at least Tunic is going to come out. So. Yes, yes. And Pokemon Legends Arceus. Yeah, that would be very bad if it gets delayed now. Uh, it would be super bad because people already <laughs> have it. Yes. <laughs> yeah that's that's the worst mm-hmm. thing you could possibly do mm-hmm. uh yeah i don't know i'm i'm excited for the first couple months here i i just kind of like that i have like about like three weeks to just like dick off and not really think about anything so right oh i just yeah man i think i'm really gonna like pokemon legends arceus and i think everyone else is gonna hate it like i, I yeah i'm very curious about it Interesting. Did you something weird happen to Starfield there? Oh, I'm just playing around with stuff. Oh, okay. I was very confused. It's like I don't want to give Starfield a point one. <laughs> don't do that. Uh, anyways, that is it for yep. us this week. Uh, as always, the theme song is "Sting Operation" by the band Anamanaguchi. Excellent oh. chiptune band. You should check them out. Uh, yeah. This was a short one. This was, yeah, it, weirdly, it felt like a long time because I mm-hmm. enjoy talking about video games. But yeah, this was not actually that long. Um, not a lot of news, though, I guess. So, 
Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but we will be back next week. I will have played more Final Fantasy, and that's probably it. Uh, but yeah, we'll catch you next week. Peace out.